Hello, everybody. Welcome to Everything Hurts and I'm Dying. I'm Julia Krause, the host of this podcast. This week, I'm all by myself, and we're going to have another intimate conversation, a little fireside chat, if you will. And today, we're going to be talking about pushing yourself inside and outside of the gym. So before we get into that, I'm just going to introduce myself a little bit. I'm Julia Krause. I'm a personal trainer, and this podcast is about sort of my journey navigating through the health and fitness industry and the things that I see, the things that I hear, the things that I encounter, and kind of bringing you guys along on that journey with me uh, so we can all kind of experience together how different people view health and fitness in general. I always think that it's so interesting. Every Everyone has a relationship with health and fitness, whether you want to or not, right? It's like everyone has a relationship with food. We're human beings. We have to eat every day. We're human beings. We have to have some sort of movement in our day. Uh, and whether that is minimal or maximal levels of movement, it doesn't really matter. If you're a human being, you still have some semblance of a relationship with health and fitness. And I always think that it's really interesting to be able to kind of navigate through everyone's individual journey of health and fitness because it is individualized and it is unique to everybody. And I really like the fact that this podcast highlights everyone's unique journey into health and fitness and kind of what that means for them. And I hope that's something that you guys get out of this as well is realizing that like everyone's journey is different and, you know, even though it's all different, we're all still in this together. So that's that. Speaking of being together, I am here completely by myself and it is absolutely terrifying. I feel like a total crazy person sitting alone in a room talking to a camera with a microphone and headphones on. I feel like this is the test that they would give to like (laughs) people who are exhibiting psychopathic tendencies (laughs) and be like, do you think you're a psychopath? Sit in this room and talk to no one for an hour and uh, let's see how you get on. So that is where I am right now. I don't even have my editor with me today. I am all by myself. It's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, My week has been good. We have been working on a lot of training stuff. It's been interesting because last week I sort of flagged a little bit with my motivations for training, with my motivations for a lot of things in general. Um, It's been a tough couple weeks for me. Uh, I have just been really struggling with my mental health and so being able to kind of wake up yesterday morning feeling a little bit better than I had for the first time in weeks. It feels nice and it feels good to kind of come out of the clouds a little bit. And I think that my training obviously reflects that. And I think that's the case with a lot of people as well. Everybody's training sort of reflects where they are mentally, uh, sometimes for the good, sometimes for the bad. So for example, some people, when they're in a really terrible mental health headspace, they are they actually do really well in their training because it's like a way for them to sort of channel their anxiety, their frustrations, their anger, their whatever they're feeling. They're able to channel that into their workouts and really go for it. Uh, for me, it's a little bit of the opposite. Um, if I'm really struggling with my mental health, I will not be able to uh, excel as well in my workouts because my workouts for me stem from like the spark inside they stem from the little fire that little piece inside you in that in your soul I guess that's like you got this girl you can do this and it's like this little tiny spark but for me that spark isn't so tiny it's fucking huge and it really fuels me through my workouts and it kind of is 
the essence of my being, like the pizzazz, the the sparkle, the shine. And that has a lot to do with my mental health and that has a lot to do with my headspace in general. And so if I am struggling with my mental health, I'm not able to have that spark. I'm not able to have that pizzazz that I usually have. And it's noticeable. It's so crazy because somebody like me who is just, as my dad would say, I'm so full of piss and vinegar all the time. <laughs> Someone like me who's who's like that all the time, I'm always at 110%. If ever I'm flagging or below 100, it's so painfully obvious to everybody around me. And you feel like a fool because everyone knows so obviously that you're struggling. And that's a weird thing to have people just immediately pick up on immediately recognize it's a it's a vulnerable place as well like you're just struggling so much and everyone around you knows it like you're in a very vulnerable weakened position and I'm fortunate enough to have almost every single person around me to be an amazing supportive person like even other you know other trainers other people's clients like my friends my family everybody sees that I'm struggling and then they just jump right in and they're like, hey, it's clearly obvious that you're struggling right now. Talk to us what's going on. And so I'm very appreciative. So thank you guys so much for helping be a really good support system for me in times of flagging. And I think we're coming out of that hole now. We're coming out of that cloud, that dark space, because I can slowly feel that spark coming back to life. And it's a nice feeling. And because of that, I was actually able to have a good training session yesterday for the first time in about three weeks. Um, you know, coming out feeling strong, feeling good, feeling confident in myself as well. Um, and this experience is kind of like something that you don't really take for granted, right? Like I am a confidence coach. I'm a very confident person in general. You know, I do this professionally and you know, even confidence coaches don't feel confident 100% of the time. And I think that a lot of people should really realize that, that like everybody struggles, everybody fights, everybody has problems, you know, everybody has ups and downs, uh, myself being one of them. And so coming out of a very dark place for the past couple of weeks, coming into the light again, it makes me very appreciative, again, that I have the people around me that I do. And also that in the times of light and sunshine to take advantage and capitalize on that because you never really know when you're going to be going back into the dark again. Everything hurts and I'm dying. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back. So we talked a little bit earlier about like being in dark places and feeling less than and how we still fight, we still show up, we still try to get ourselves into a space of maintenance it doesn't have to be pushing through it you just have to get through it and I think that there's a big difference between pushing yourself like to succeed through a bad situation and also there's a difference between that and pushing yourself to maintain during a bad situation so for example again these past couple weeks past few weeks actually I've been I've been in really dark spaces and Never once was I trying to actively pull myself out of it, you know, snap out of it, stop it, you know, blah, blah, blah. You get through this, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't rushing the process of becoming undepressed, right? I understood what was happening and I just buckled down and I grinned and bared it 
through as long as it needed to run its course for. And I think a lot of people should realize that, that if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling anxious, if, if you're struggling with your mental health, you don't need to beat it. Sometimes you need to just buckle down and, and get through it and just wait for it to pass. And I think sometimes in health and fitness industry, we just glorify success so much, you know, get through it, fight through everything, push, 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 always pushing, you know, always coming out on top, you know, blah, blah, blah. You don't need to always come out on top. Sometimes you just need to maintain. Sometimes you need to just be, to be honest, the fact that I was able to, you know, wake up in the morning, eat breakfast, go to work and perform at work to, you know, a level that was needed, like, that's, that's success in my book because I know a lot of people who struggle with depression, they understand that sometimes waking up, getting out of bed is one of the hardest things you can do. And I hear that and I'm there as well. And you don't need to push to succeed through depressive, depressive episodes. You just need to stay alive and get through them. And I think that is something that we all need to hear. You don't need to have a successful depression you just need to get through depression there's no glorification for winning and having the best depressive episode you can possibly have because there's the only positive the only way you can win a depressive episode is to stay alive through it so if you're staying alive through it if you're eating food and sleeping to some capacity and going outside to some capacity great you're you're succeeding you're winning there's no way to win Everything hurts and I'm dying. <laughs> so welcome back, guys. Let's talk about pushing ourselves. Let's talk about pushing ourselves inside and outside of the gym and how it doesn't necessarily need to be what the health and fitness industry is making you believe that it is. So I, we know this before. We've talked about this in my pillars of learning that strength equates strength. So pushing yourself inside of the gym equates to you being able to push yourself outside of the gym, right? Successes in the gym. Let's say you've hit a big PB on your lift. Let's say you've run your fastest mile that you've ever ran. Fantastic. All of those successes within the fitness context helps give you confidence and makes you happy and makes you, it sends the signals to your brain that make you feel like you can do the things. You can do hard things. You've just ran your fastest mile ever. You can do the hard thing. Yes, yes, you can. And that equates to outside of the gym of like, oh man, I have this really tough project at work. Like I have this really complicated problem with my social circle or something of the sort. And that confidence of, hey, but I can do hard things. I just ran that super fast mile. That confidence will resonate into the situations that you're struggling with outside of the gym. I just ran my fastest mile. I'm feeling confident and happy about that. I know that I can crush this work meeting. I know that I can do really well on this work project. I Those things are connected. And finding ways to boost your confidence and self-worth in any capacity, in any way, shape, or form, whether that's in the gym or outside of the gym, any way that you can boost yourself up, do, because it will sort of be represented in other areas of your life as well. Uh, the, the reverse is also true. If you're crushing your work, like that fills you with confidence and joy. And that will actually also resonate into like your fitness reg regimen. Like, you know, 
hitting a really good deadline and you come into the gym and you're fucking amped. Like, yes, I did so well in that project. I'm going to do so well at these press-ups or whatever, burpees, yay. Uh, (laughs) It all works together. It's all connected. And everything in your life that you are experiencing is connected in some way, shape, or form, which is why I really want to talk today about pushing yourself inside and outside of the gym and how those two resonate together. So let's just jump right in. So obviously I'm a personal trainer. My whole life is health and fitness. We, we know this. I push myself in the gym a lot, right? I'm, I'm looking to compete for Olympic lifting. Um, I'm constantly pushing myself in my cardio circuits. I'm constantly pushing myself on my lifts. I'm also pushing myself to be a better coach. Um, I'm pushing myself professionally, you know, constantly learning more about being a better personal trainer, constantly trying to provide my clients and my T-Rex athletes with the best, you know, service I can possibly provide. I want to be able to inspire them to be able to live their healthiest, happiest life. And all of these like ways of pushing yourself inside of the gym, inside of my health and fitness context has led me to think about ways that I can push myself outside of the gym, things that have actually nothing to do with health and fitness at all. And how pushing yourself outside in things that have nothing to do with health and fitness can actually make you better at doing the health and fitness. For example, uh, (laughs) I mean, this might sound a bit silly, but it's not silly to me. So, and here we are. Uh, So a couple, a month ago, maybe a month or two ago, I posted a makeup-free, filter-free selfie on Instagram. And for me, that was a big way for me to push myself outside of the gym because your girl loves her makeup. I'm, I am super self-conscious about my skin. I'm super, like, have had terrible skin my whole life. And wearing makeup is definitely kind of one of, like, my shields that protects me. It's also, it helps make me feel better and more confident about things. And when I'm not wearing makeup, I do feel insecure. And again, I am a confidence coach. I am one of the most confident people like you'll probably ever meet, but even I have insecurities. Everybody has insecurities. You know, no one is exempt from feeling insecure and we all just need to know that together as a group. So again, even though I'm a confidence coach, even though I literally do this for a living, I also feel insecure sometimes and posting a makeup-free, filter-free selfie was peak insecurity for me. Because why not take the thing that you're feeling the most insecure about and show it to thousands of people on the internet? Doing that was a huge push for me. It was incredibly outside of my comfort zone. Again, it is one of my biggest insecurities and I've laid it out for everyone to see. And why did I do that? I did it because I wanted to push myself. I wanted to push myself outside of the health and fitness context. I wanted to make things harder for myself in an effort to grow from it if things are always easy for you you're never going to grow and so why not make things a little bit challenging sometimes and fuck it like grow from it push yourself like do the thing that makes you really uncomfortable and you're going to find that like hey it's probably not that bad in this case so you know, posted the makeup free selfie and proceeded to, you know, have an absolute shit fit about it, just drowning in my insecurities, thinking that people were going to show up at my doorsteps with uh, pitchforks and torches, you know, 
a la Shrek in 2000s. That's not really what I was thinking, but, you know, peak insecurity, right? And laying it bare for thousands of people to see. You just drown in the thoughts, you know, the spiral of, oh my God, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? And nothing happened. People commented on it. Most of the comments were positive. Uh, Most of my friends said that, you know, good job. We're proud of you. You look great. All the things. Nobody died. Uh, I didn't die. I thought I was going to, uh, but I did not. (laughs) And so just taking something that you feel, I want to challenge you guys. I do. I want to challenge you guys this week to think about the thing that you're really, really insecure about and think about making it public. Think about bringing it to the light. So that little deep, dark insecurity that you keep in the darkness locked away for no one to see What if you took it out and put it in the light and showed it to everyone? Show it to everyone that you love and care about and say, hey, this is my thing. I'm feeling viciously insecure about this. I always have. Here it is. And just bring it to the light. And I think that almost all of us will discover that it's not as bad as we think it's going to be. Nobody died. Like nobody is showing up at my house trying to break my door down saying, you are so horrible. Like, I can't believe you posted this selfie. You deserve to be publicly executed. Nobody did that. Nobody did that. And yet I just sat for the whole day just drowning in my spiral of anxious thoughts about it. And it was all for nothing because nobody really cared even. Everybody was like, yeah, okay, there it is. Hi, that's what your face looks like. Congratulations. (laughs) I don't know what's worse. The fact that like... (laughs) The fact that, like, nobody cared. (laughs) Like, you let your anxieties go and you think that everyone's going to care. And then you realize that nobody cares. (laughs) And it's, it's weird and shitty to feel that. Like, you feel like, oh, nobody cares. But then also it's very freeing because nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck. Not one fuck is given by anyone about what you look like, to be totally honest. Most of the time, because everybody's too worried about themselves and what they look like. So, in summary, (laughs) find the thing that you're the most insecure about and post it publicly on Instagram for thousands of people to see and, and go from there. You will realize that the world will not end. You will not die. Everyone you know will still love you. Uh, even though you have posted a makeup free selfie on Instagram. So congratulations, Julia. Good job fighting through your fears. Everything hurts and I'm dying. (laughs) Coming back to fighting through your fears and battling through your insecurities, another way that I pushed myself outside of the gym in this past month uh, was wearing a crop top for the first time ever. Uh, Again, I'm a confidence coach. I'm extremely confident. I do this for a living. I have lots of things that I feel extremely confident about, but wearing a crop top was not one of them. And so I finally got the balls to wear a crop top all day to the gym. And I was spent the whole time kind of being like, oh, don't look at me. And again, nobody cared. Nobody died. Nobody thought it was weird. Nobody attacked me. (laughs) Nobody pointed at me on the street going, oh my god, I can't believe it's you. How dare you wear a crop top? Like nobody really did that. And I am so glad that they didn't because if they did, I probably would never wear a crop top again. But we got there. 
<laughs> nobody even really thought about it at all about me wearing a crop top. And again, for the first time, I'm 32 years old. And this is the very first time I've ever worn a crop top in my entire life. And I was so nervous about it. You know, am I going to be publicly shunned? Am I going to be drawn and quartered by the rest of the village? No, nobody did any of that. Nobody cared. And so again, just thinking about the things that you're super insecure about and the thing that you're, oh God, I could never wear that. I could never do that. I could never be that. Fuck it. Wear it. Do it. Be it. Because chances are nobody's going to care. Like they didn't for me. I sat there with no makeup on in my crop top, freaking the fuck out all day and nobody cared at all. And I think that it just highlighted the fact that we can get so in our heads about these silly little things and they don't matter. They really don't matter at all. Nobody cared that I wore a crop top. It's just all these things that you feel insecure about, chances are nobody notices. And I see this all the time. I see this with people who it is the, a lot of them are appearance based. You know, I, I hear a lot of women being like, oh, I can never I can never wear X because of my Y, right? So like, oh, I can never wear shorts because of my thighs. I can never wear a crop top because of my belly. I can never wear, I whatever, sandals because of my toes. I, whatever. I see this all the time with everybody and guys, just wear it. Just wear it, please. I guarantee you nobody cares. Nobody's looking, nobody cares. This is all just a narrative in your head that you've come up with and a boundary that you've set for yourself that doesn't need to be there. Everything hurts and I'm dying. <laughs> Let's talk about pushing boundaries a little bit here. So boundaries are healthy, right? It's important to set boundaries. It's important to have healthy boundaries with your relationships with people, with your relationships with things you know, boundaries are important. They very much are. Yes, I hear that. It's also important to push those boundaries a little bit. So sometimes you need to get a little bit out of your comfort zone and do things that make you uncomfortable. Um, sometimes at the gym, I like to say that you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's where all the growth is, right? A lot of the growth happens outside of your comfort zone. For example, right now, guys, I'm doing this podcast all by myself for the first time and I'm absolutely terrified and this is extremely out of my comfort zone, yet I feel better for doing it and it feels good and, you know, I'm, I'm pushing myself and I feel happy for doing that because I've gotten better at this and I've grown from this. All the growth happens outside of your comfort zone. So find ways to push your boundaries in healthy ways. Again, I'm not saying that you need to push your boundaries in a negative or sort of sab like self-sabotaging way. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that if you have hang-ups on things that are a little bit silly, to maybe test that out a little bit. Push push those boundaries. Test those waters. So, for example, I had a hang-up about, you know, wearing tons of makeup all the time and pushing that boundary by wearing less makeup and posting makeup-free selfies you know, had a little bit of a boundary with my body, thinking about it in a crop top just because I'd never worn a crop top ever in my entire life and pushing that boundary by wearing the fucking crop top. Like, think about the boundaries that you have in your life over silly things and how you can push them. 
So, for example, one of my T-Rex athletes, uh, she is trying to be more assertive with her relationships with people. So she is actively measuring times where she sticks up for herself. She's actively measuring times where she states her opinion um, or the things that she wants, the things that she doesn't want. And that is pushing a boundary for her because she is, you know, self-conscious. She's scared of, you know, the people that she's around. If she sets these boundaries, if she asserts herself, she's nervous about the impact that it will have on the people around her. I mean, I get that, obviously so, but get comfortable with being uncomfortable, set those boundaries, assert yourself, state your opinion, and kind of let the chips fall where they may. Other people do not have to be comfortable around you all the time. You can state your opinion on things, you can assert yourself, and you can let people that you love be uncomfortable with it for a little bit if that helps you grow and become better right because that's that's what this is all about this is all about pushing yourself outside the gym this is about growing and becoming better this is about becoming a better version of you and a better version of you states her opinion she sticks up for herself she asserts herself regardless of the social circle that she's in she could be with her you know husband she could be with her mother she could be with whoever she wants to be with but she's still maintaining that sense of self that sense of inner strength that it takes to set those boundaries and assert yourself and state your opinion and stick up for what you want and what you believe in that's a lot of growth there that's becoming better that's pushing yourself and that's pushing yourself outside of the gym being Being assertive in social situations has nothing to do with how many press-ups you can do in a minute. It has nothing to do with how fast you can run, but it has everything to do with building that inner sense of self-confidence and self-reliance that you need that that will reflect positively on your training sessions in the gym. Absolutely. You set, you set yourself up for success every single time you actively try to become better. Sometimes those will work. Sometimes those won't work, right? So, you know, in an effort of setting healthy boundaries for oneself, you know, you might overcommit a bit too much and, and t- sort of set a real hard boundary with someone who loves you. And they kind of look at you like, oh, that was a bit strong. And then you're like, ah, so you have to like backtrack a little bit. And then from that backtracking, you're like, okay. Definitely set that one a bit too strong, but at least I set it and now we can navigate backwards. Everything hurts and I'm dying. (laughs) Alrighty, so let's keep talking about pushing ourselves outside of the gym and how we can test those boundaries in a healthy way. So pushing, I mean, again, boundaries are good. Boundaries are there for our protection. They absolutely are. However, most growth happens outside of your comfort zone. So how can we get out of that comfort zone in a safe and healthy way? I don't know the answer to this for you as an individual, but it's something worth thinking about. So again, thinking about pushing my boundaries in a healthy way, I picked something relatively like silly and small, you know, wearing a crop top to the gym. It's not necessarily signing up to go skydiving, is it? And, but it was, it was a perfect little introduction, a little segue into pushing myself outside of my comfort zones. For you, if you're a little bit more of an extreme person, you can sign up for some sort of big challenge. 
you know, go, go run that marathon, you know, go hike the Appalachian trail, whatever that big challenge needs to be for you to like grow and get your shit together. That's fine. I hear that. Go run that marathon, hike the Appalachian trail, whatever you want to do. There's more than one way to skin a cat though. So while you are preparing for this epic marathon, there's also a lot of like small everyday ways that we can push ourselves outside of the gym. Um, for example, you know, trying something new, go and eat at a different restaurant or call a friend that you haven't spoken to in a long time or assert yourself in social situations, stand up to your mother-in-law or like whatever silly thing you need to do to push yourself on sort of a day-to-day basis. I say try it because everybody gives the marathons too much credit. Yes, you've run a marathon. Yes, it's changed your life. Good job. Congratulations. But like, sticking up for yourself, like with your family, that's, that's, that's brave. That's bold. Like that is also pushing yourself. Congratulations on that. Setting a firm boundary with someone in order to protect yourself. That's bold. That's brave. That deserves congratulations as well. It, there aren't enough big things in our life to keep us going. So we need to figure out how to capitalize on the little things. And so I want to challenge you guys to think about how you can push your boundaries and how you can push yourself on a day-to-day basis, or at the very least on a weekly basis. Um, Wear crop tops at the gym, wear less makeup, fucking whatever that requires you to do, do. Um, Because it's only by pushing ourselves, we become better, stronger, more capable, more confident people. I have become more self-confident by wearing less makeup. I have become more self-confident and more secure in myself by wearing a crop top. Like it's really had a positive effect because I've pushed myself right out of my comfort zone. And I don't think that it's valued enough in our society with, again, in the health and fitness industry, we push ourselves in the gym, you know, push yourself in the gym, push yourself in the gym, push yourself in the gym. How can we push ourselves outside of the gym? And how can we value that? Right? Because that honestly will bring just as much value and just as much growth to you as a person as hitting your personal best on a lift in the gym ever could. They, it's, it's all connected. It's all like relatable and you can make yourself better outside of the gym. It doesn't just need to be when you fucking lose 10 pounds or whatever that sense of self-worth is that you're having. It doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't, guys. Everything hurts and I'm dying. (laughs) Hey guys, thank you so much for listening this week to Everything Hurts and I'm Dying. Uh, It's really good to have you guys around still. And if you need to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on Instagram at trextraining 20 If you have any questions or anything that you'd like to submit for us to answer, uh, please send it to question or questions at ehaid.com or question or questions at everythinghurtsandimdying.co.uk. You can get a hold of us at ehaid.com, as in the abbreviation for everything hurts and I'm dying, or everythinghurtsandimdying.co.uk. Yeah, I hope that you guys have gotten a lot out of this. Uh, Again, if in summary... Push yourselves outside of the gym because pushing yourself outside of the gym is going to have just as big of an impact on your self-confidence 
as pushing yourself inside of the gym. So think about like something small that you can do to push, uh, something that you feel insecure about, take it out of that darkness and bring it into the light. Find the thing that you're super insecure about and show it to everybody and see how they react because I can almost promise you that their reaction is not nearly going to be as bad as you think it's going to be. Everything in your head is going to be way worse than everything in reality. So push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Do something you feel insecure about. Bring it to the light uh, and let me know how it has impacted your self-confidence. Good luck this week, guys. I hope you all have an amazing week and hang in there, team. Okay. Thanks for listening.